Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Passing Judgment, a podcast about politics and the law and a lot of things in between. I'm your host, Loyal Law School professor Jessica Levinson, and today I'm going to talk about something vitally and immediately important, making sure your vote counts. Obviously, we're in the middle of an election cycle. Actually, I think and hope we're in the home stretch. And I want to talk about the nuts and bolts of the process. But let me first say the best way to make sure our government works is to vote. It may not be easy this year, but it is possible. There are plenty of people and institutions that might try and make it harder, that might try and tell us that there's something wrong with the system, but please exercise your right to vote and then do more than that. We ask too little of ourselves if we think the only way to be an engaged citizen is to vote. But let's leave those other ways for another day and first talk about the voting process. I've been keeping a list of what people need to do to ensure that their votes are counted. And then a great reporter at the Washington Post, Amber Phillips, wrote a piece about all of this. So I'm going to repeat some of what she said. And I really encourage you to look at that piece. It's in the August 19th edition of the Washington Post, and I'll try and link to it from this podcast. And I want to start by talking about one, why is this election different? And the answer is for so many reasons. But one, we are very likely to be voting in the middle of a pandemic. And that obviously means that we're moving from in-person voting to voting by mail, because that's just going to be safer for many of us. And that means that states are having to scale up vote by mail in a way that they really never have, in a speed and scale that they haven't ever had to do in the past. Now, what else is different about this election? We have a president of the United States who's actively trying to undermine our faith in the election systems, who's actively spreading lies and falsehoods and saying that there, this is a corrupt system and you can't trust vote by mail, and it's a system that's filled with widespread fraud. And just allow me to say, it's not, full stop. This is not a system that is filled with widespread fraud. Are there rare instances of voter fraud? Absolutely. Emphasis on very rare. There's no system that's perfect. If we want to talk about what we should really be worried about in terms of voter suppression, it's the idea that we can't trust our systems. The much bigger fear is the idea that people just won't take part in the process at all. So let's talk about and make sure that you have the tools to take part in the system. First thing you need to do is make sure that you're registered to vote. Actually, first thing I should say is elections in our country are really decentralized, meaning there is no place in the federal government where everything has a uniform national standard for how we vote. Instead, as we are learning, it's the states that are largely in control of elections. And that's under the Constitution. The Constitution said that the states have the power over the time, place, and manner of elections. So things like when you have to register to vote, when you have to get a mail-in ballot, if you have to ask for that ballot, all of these things are determined by states. States determine where the polling places are going to be, when you can vote early, if you can vote early. So that really is the name of the game in America. 
elections are decentralized. So let's talk about some things, regardless of where you live, that you can do to make sure that your vote is counted. First, if you haven't already, register to vote. The majority of states, about 40, will allow you to register online. Keep your eyes on the deadlines for registration. This can range from one month before the election to, in some states, like California, same-day voter registration. But again, if you aren't registered to vote, no time like the present, get those registration materials in. Second, if you are registered to vote or after you have, figure out if you have to ask for a vote-by-mail ballot or if your state is going to mail it to you automatically. Some states like California have acknowledged, we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're not gonna make people go through this additional step of saying, now I'm requesting a vote-by-mail ballot. They are just going to send it to eligible, emphasis on eligible voters automatically. In some states, they're requiring you to go through one additional step and you have actually have to ask for a vote by mail ballot. In some states, they're gonna send you that application to get the ballot automatically. In other states, you have to ask for the ballot. So you have to take even one more additional step. It sounds cumbersome, it is cumbersome, but please do it. This is the way to ensure that you can vote early. All right, now you have requested your vote by mail ballot or it's been sent to you. Next, again, get make sure you get that ballot seriously as soon as possible. Again, elections are decentralized, so each state sends out ballots at different times. This can range from 45 days, 30 days before the election. Don't wait until the last minute because the U.S. Postal Service has said there might not be time to send you your ballot meaning you have to be sure, of course, that you get it in time to send it back or drop it back or somehow return it. We're currently getting conflicting information about how much time the U.S. Postal Service will really need to get you your ballot on time. We're going to do a whole other episode, I think, about the Postal Service. But the best rule of thumb, ask for it at least two weeks before the election. Next, your ballot comes. You bring it to your kitchen table. What should you do? Fill it out and be very careful with it. Make sure that you dot your I's, cross your T's. Some, in some states, ballot requirements are pretty unforgiving, pretty stringent. Don't give election officials any reason to throw out your vote. You're going to have to sign the ballot. Make sure that you do sign it, that you sign it in the right place, that you filled out the right bubbles. And... Determine whether or not you live in a state where you have to have a witness or witnesses who watch you sign that ballot. The ballot signature is the main way that states use to verify that you are who you are, you can vote, this is your ballot. Now, you filled out your ballot, you dotted your I's, you crossed your T's, get that ballot back so it can be counted. One, You can send it back. Go back through the Postal Service if you have enough time. Two, you can put it in a drop box if one is available, an official government place where you can put your ballots. Uh, Three, 
you can bring it to a local elections office or if your state allows, have someone drop it off for you. Now, if you're gonna send back that ballot, when should you send it back? It, try, as, again, as early as possible, at least one week before election day. That means four days before Halloween. So before you pick your costume or while you're picking your costume, make sure you are returning that ballot. Now, if you don't wanna use the mail, are there other options? Yes, if your state allows early voting. If you're registered, find out when you can start voting, where your early voting center is, and go. If you don't wanna use the mail, if you don't wanna use early voting, you can vote on election day, but make sure you check where your polling place is. This is very likely to have changed because of physical distancing measures. It's likely not to be the small place that you have typically voted, but now a big place like a stadium or an arena and potentially get ready to wait in line. There could be very long lines. Now, speaking of waiting, now we're fast forwarding to election night. What do we know? Potentially nothing. And that is just fine. More vote by mail ballots means it'll take longer to count and therefore to get the results. Over a dozen states and many of these swing states don't even let election officials start counting until election day. This doesn't mean that there was a breakdown in the election system, quite the opposite. It means that we're taking the time to count every vote. Again, this will just take longer when there are more vote by mail ballots, particularly if they come in later. A little over half of states allow you to vote as long as it's postmarked by election day and arrives within a specified period of time. So think about it this way. As long as your ballot is postmarked by election day, it's the same thing as walking into a polling place on election day. So this could mean that a certain number of ballots don't even arrive until after election day. Also, beware of something called a blue shift. So it could look very good for President Trump on election night, but as more of those late vote by mail ballots come in, which evidence would, kind of past experience would tend to say might be more of the Democratic voters, we could see a blue shift. Again, this doesn't mean that there's fraud. It means that the system is actually working as it should, that we're counting all the ballots that were sent in. All of this could take time it will feel abnormal because this isn't normal, but it is the process working as it should. So in sum, this is your government. Please take part in it. Don't let those who are trying to undermine our elections and our government get away with it. The best way to keep your power, the best way to make sure our representative system of government works is to take part in it. Vote. It's gonna be harder, it might be more arduous than in past years, but it is also more important. Vote like the country depends on it. Vote like your health and safety depend on it. You can hear from my voice, this is something I care deeply about as somebody who teaches law, thinks about law and politics, and I thank you so much for listening to this special episode. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Levinson Jessica. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Pass Judgment Pod and the podcast on Instagram at Passing Judgment Pod. 
vote, 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 and I will see you next time.